Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, our favorite subject, how to travel the world and make an income. And we're so excited because we're here in Manila, Philippines, about to launch my brand new book all about family travel in South America. And uh, uh, this is part one of a seven-part series uh, on the seven continents, so really inspiring kids uh, to get passionate about travel from a very young age. Uh, and it, it's a very kid-friendly book. Uh, you know, you can read it aloud with your kids. Uh, it has uh, lessons about geography and lessons about learning uh, the local language, like Espanol, and uh, really inspiring a love of adventure, travel, uh, in your kids from a very young age. Uh, so make sure you grab a copy. It's available on daddyblogger.com and of course across the World Wide Web as well. Uh, so um, as we're traveling, we love interviewing fellow dads. You know, out of all my guests, no offense to non-dads, I have my favorites, which are dads. You know, non-dads, they're cool, and I love interviewing them, but there's just a special heart, uh, place in my heart for our fellow dads, because that's my big passion, fatherhood and family, empowering the next generation, um, and you know, definitely inspiring uh, dads to take the kids on global adventures. So I have a, you know, a traveling dad, an entrepreneur, a specialist in the area of play, Gary Ware, who actually had the chance to meet in person in a city called San Juan del Sur, Nicaragua. And it's ironic enough, I'm here in the Manila, Philippines, and there's actually a San Juan, Philippines. Uh, they just <laughs> they dropped the del Sur. So it's like St. John, obviously, and then Saint, uh, San Juan del Sur is like St. John of the South. So uh, when we were there, um, you know, I, I was staying at a hostel actually through a sponsor stay. Shout out to our friends, uh, Casa Oro, Mufa, for hosting us um, at his amazing hostel there. And then I had a chance to meet Gary and Amy, uh, one of our previous uh, podcast guests as well, um, Karen, Stephanie, a whole bunch of other people. We just uh, formed this amazing community uh, within uh, – Minutes and seconds, we were just like already connected, and this is the beauty of travel. These kind of moments, uh, but you know, uh, you know, in the old days, you would say goodbye, and you wouldn't be able to keep in touch. Well, 2018, you can keep in touch through the miracle of Google Hangout, Skype, Zoom, Facebook Messenger, a podcast, and YouTube, and uh, you know, uh, WhatsApp, and that's the beautiful day and age we live in. So I'm super excited to have my good buddy Gary Ware on the show here today talking all about the importance of play. What an amazing subject. So, Gary, uh, how are you doing over there in beautiful San Diego, California, uh, in this, uh, you know, obviously sunny <laughs> morning? Doing great. Thank you so much, Ricky, for having me. Um, uh, you know, it's an honor to, like, you know, be on your show. So I just want to, you know, just acknowledge you and, and the people watching, you know, thank you for, for having me. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing great, and I'm excited to talk about one of my favorite topics. As a dad, you know, you have to love play. Uh, it would be very hard to be a dad and not love play. You, you might be reluctant at first. I'm not good at singing. I'm not good at telling stories. But eventually, you know, the new dad syndrome will wear out and you'll be like, I love singing. I love playing. I love dress up. I love tea parties. So, right. just, yeah, it's all part of, uh, part of the fun. Uh, so, Gary, why don't we get to know you a little bit better? Uh, if you want to do a quick introduction, share a little bit about your background and uh, more about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, um my name is Gary Ware. Um, I'm a founder of a site called Breakthrough Play, and it's it's my mission in life to help adults um, harness the power of play to be more confident, better collaborators, and more importantly, get more joy out of their life. And um, you know, 
from Father of the Father, I have a 14-month-old son named Garrett, and I'm finding that he is teaching me so much about uh, the joys of play, and I get to like almost like relive my childhood. So um, you know, it, it's an uh, amazing experience to be part of. But as far as like my background, um, I, as a child, I was extremely playful, very curious. And my parents, they, they, you know, wanted me to be very successful and they wanted me to be a hard worker. And so they instilled in me, you know, the concept of, well, Gary, you know, plays great. However, you can only play when your work is done. You know, um, you need to work hard, you need to get good grades. And as a, you know, you know, person, you know, coming up, you know, through school and, and university, uh, that worked fine because very got into you know after that and and started making a living for myself i still have that same mindset however you know you and i both know that the work is never done <laughs> there's probably a hundred hundreds of hundreds of stuff um that we could be doing at any moment and so uh, play was you know being pushed aside pushed aside and i found myself um experiencing more and more uh, burnout but i just thought that's just Part of the game, uh, you know, part of the game of being a professional, being an entrepreneur, uh, you know, what they, you know, a lot of people, they say, oh, you know, it's all about the hustle, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but in reality, you know, one of the reasons why I, um, you know, got into the business that I did was for free time, you know, for freedom and, you know, the ability to do things on my schedule. And I found that I was more, you know, me, my sort of breakthrough moment happened when I magically discovered improvisation. And I took an improv class about seven years ago, and that changed my life. And that re-invited me to discover play. And then I realized the, the benefits of, of using improv and more importantly, playing um, had on my life and, and my business. So that's me in a nutshell. Thank you for sharing. Uh, you know, uh, I obviously knew a little bit of your background, but uh, super excited to discuss uh, this topic uh, because when you think of play, uh, there's obviously uh, many variations of that term from playing sports uh, to playing with your kids, playing in the park. Uh, but you actually apply this concept uh, to business and entrepreneurship and adults. How is this possible? Tell us a little bit about how, how you can incorporate it into adults. Yeah, yeah. So first and foremost, um, I, I have you know this this process and this methodology, and it would not be possible without a shift in mindset. Um, because I, I start out by asking people, you know, what does play mean to you? Um, and a lot of times, you know, they say you know something that kids do. It's childish. It's um, you know, and I they, they talk about sports. They talk about all these other things. Um, and then I said, all right, that's great. And then I ask them a question. Um, and the question, you know, for, for people watching um, is, would you agree that animals in the wild, they do what is only necessary to survive, right? Like, if, you know, a wild animal, um, you know, whether it's a tiger, you know, bear, whatever it is, they only do what is necessary to survive, right, Ricky? Um, exactly. And what um, studies have shown, animals play. And they don't just play as young animals, they play through their adulthood. And there's a lot of studies that show that 
the um, reason why they play, they play for a number of different reasons. Uh, rejuvenation, uh, they play to continue to learn, develop new skills, uh, because when you play, you are doing things in a low stakes environment and it is helping to condition you to uh, learn new skills. Because if you think about when we were kids, most kids or all kids, um, that's how they learn. They learn through play. And um, it's interesting because, you know, I, I read the study that showed that like um, there was a study about women and they asked a lot of women who played with dolls, um, how did they play with their dolls? Like, you know, did they play mommy, daddy? You know, did they play like, you know, superwoman? Like how, like, or, or maybe Danzo in distress. And they found a strong correlation to their personality as an adult based on how they played with their dolls. And so, um, you know, after discovering a lot of that, that play has these benefits, lasting benefits, um, the first thing is mindset. And then what I learned is that the cool thing about play is that when you're in a playful state, there's all these health benefits from added focus um, to increase creativity, uh, to um, if you're playing with groups of people, um, like you have a greater empathy for them. Um, you know, uh, Ricky, like when we were in uh, Nicaragua, like it seemed like we were playing all the time and, yeah. you know, we still have this like strong bond. And that's one of the first and foremost things that I aspired to do, especially for entrepreneurs, because I feel like they need it the most is to get them to change their mindset about play and realizing that there are different aspects to play, but when it's applied appropriately and correctly, um, you can get transformational benefits from it. So in terms of actually incorporating play into everyday lives, uh, you know, typically, if, uh, you know, a lot of, I know we've been talking about father, but a lot of our viewers and listeners are dads. And even if they are dads, um, outside of that playtime with your kids, you don't really think of yourself as playing. I mean, you go to work, uh, or you're a business owner. You're doing your 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 uh, tasks, uh, and then uh, you know you have your kind of uh, segmented playtime. Okay, check that's done. Then you have your sleep time, your your breakfast, food time. You you got you know entertainment time, movies. But how do you kind of uh, make play a lifestyle in mm -hmm. uh, holistically in every area of your life? Yeah. So first, I, I uh, it's all about the purpose, um, and I. I want to sort of release any sort of preconceived notions about play because there was a study um, done recently, or actually it was about maybe five years ago, and they play go on to have amazing benefits. And why do some people who play end up, um, you know, end up not having those benefits? And they found that the number one thing is what is your purpose? behind play. So if your purpose behind play is I'm trying to escape, so using it as an escape mechanism, you know, I can't deal with um, the stress of my life um, or this upcoming meeting or whatever it is, a product launch or whatever. So I'm just going to just, um, just escape in video games or escape in anything like that. You will never deal with the situation. However, if your mindset is, you know what, I know that play has amazing benefits and I'm playing this activity to do X, to get, you know, to uh, increase my um, energy. So that 
have my brain rest so that I can go and be innovative on my business. So that's the first thing. And then the next thing that I like to ask people is what are you, what's the desired outcome? You know, because if it's creativity, there are very specific games that you can do to enhance creativity. Um, you know, is it rejuvenation? Uh, because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, you know, we work long hours and, you know, we need those breaks. And so you can be very strategic in your breaks um, so that you can energize yourself so that you can continue to work long hours. Um, because like, I agree, if you're running your own business, sometimes you're wearing all the hats, you're in PR, you're in social media, you know, you're in product development, you're all those things. And, you know, we always say there's not enough time. Well, imagine if there was something that you can do that will give you the energy so that you can continue to push through. Um, so I want to just focus on one area uh, for this is the area of creativity, uh, because I feel like everyone needs um, you know, to be innovative and continue to think of innovative ideas. Um, so you want to know something really interesting, uh, Ricky? Um, so in regards to, you know, you know, when you ask me a question, what I've done is actually muted myself. So there's a little bit of a time delay it's because I'm not aware you're going to ask me the question. So I got to like rush for unmute and push the button. So that's why there's a little bit of a time delay. Apologies. Uh, and just because I sometimes my kids are in the background, um, so I don't want to have any uh, interruption while you're speaking. So that that was the reason why there's a delay. Go on, go on. It's all good. So yeah. in. Yeah, so so uh, want to know something interesting about creativity. Um, and Ricky, do you know um, how the the mind comes up with creative ideas? Do you know what part of the brain uh, that happens? No, I take my brain for granted, Gary. I'm not as studious as you might think I am. So enlighten me, my friend. Enlighten me. Yeah, yeah. So so we have um, different areas of the brain. So there's the prefrontal cortex. Uh, which allows um, you know the regulation of, of like emotions and, and things like that. And then there is part of the brain that regulates sort of decisions. And when we are trying to come up with ideas, we're not using the part of the brain that regulates creativity. And so what um, I recommend people to do is if you are like, for example, say you're trying to brainstorm ideas for blog posts, or, or you know, maybe you want to you know, think of new product ideas that are going to delight your clients. Um, the first thing is to set the intention. And when you set the intention, you use that part of your brain that is um, you know, uh, all about decisiveness, decision-making. However, the creativity aspect is a different part of the brain and they do not operate in tandem. You cannot operate them um, uh, like at the same time. And that's why a lot of people get so frustrated because they want to come up with these ideas and they get like sort of like they hit this block and, and they, you know, and then they still keep trying to push themselves. And so what you need to do is you actually need to take a break. Science has shown that when you're in the state of daydreaming, when you're in the state of like doing something, um, you know, enjoyable, um, that's when the, the creativity is sparking. And so, but however, a lot of times we feel guilty. We feel like, uh, we're, you know, we need to be working. I know as a father, sometimes I feel guilty um, knowing that my time is precious and I would like to spend time with, with my, my family. So I want to be as efficient as possible. And, and even me, someone who knows this, I still find myself falling back into like old habits of just trying to bang things out without really going through the process. 
Uh, but knowing how the brain works, what you got to do is you got to set the intention and set the framework, and then you need to go off. And what I advise people to do is set a timer for about like maybe 15, 20 minutes and daydream, uh, doodle, pull something like this out. This is really, um, this is called um, Aaron's Crazy Thinking Putty. Um, it's a really cool thing. Uh, this is, uh, it's color changing. Uh, you can't really see it in here, but like it's, it's heat activated. So um, if it gets colder, it changes one color. If it gets warmer, it changes another color. And I like the smaller version because it is portable, but I have, and, and I have bigger versions and whatnot, but just go around and just sort of like let your mind wander and just not really think about your idea, uh, go for a walk, um, things like that, because that's gonna allow the stuff to percolate. Or you can do like, you know, I have a list of really fun activities that you can do either solo or with people. And it gets your mind in that state to come up with the idea and you'll be surprised as far as coming up with ideas. There's no better way to demonstrate than practice in action. So let's do one. We're live here on the podcast. I haven't done this in the history of my podcast ever, uh, 400 episodes in, but we're going to play. Yay. Yeah, so how do we play? Let's uh, do activity, exercise. Let's uh, play together, Gary. All right, cool. So this is going to be a really fun game. Um, Ricky, and this is actually going to, th this, this game in particular is going to help you be more nimble and be more flexible. And so what, what we're going to do is uh, the name of the game is called Monkey Wrench. It's a really fun game. Uh, Ricky, um, we'll just get a topic and you're going to tell me a true story. So you're just retelling a true story about whatever the topic. We'll figure out the topic in just a second. And then in the middle, um, and I may say something like toilet, and then you must hear the object and then incorporate that object into your story. And what you'll find is it's going to go from true to bizarre, but that's okay. And we'll discuss it in the end. Um, so to get started, um, uh, since you know you have a new book coming out and it's about South America, how about tell a true story about like something that happened when you and your family were in South America and then listen for me to throw cues out and I'm going to say random objects. You must incorporate those objects into your story and we'll see what happens. Very interesting. And it's very appropriate to talk about our trip to uh, South America because of the book coming out. Uh, so we started our trip to South America. It was the first time ever to South America. And we started in Sao Paulo and for those of you who don't know, Brazilians don't speak Spanish and they don't speak English. You got to learn Portuguese. And we went out to dinner, went to the hotel, went to the taxi. Remote control. Sightseeing and yeah, no one spoke English. Sorry? Remote control. So what we had to do is when we were watching TV, everything was in Portuguese. So we uh, had the remote control and we were trying to switch to English, Spanish, French, Japanese. But Umbrella was Portuguese. Umbrella. So what we have, what we decided to do was, you know, forget the TV. Let's go enjoy the beautiful sunny weather. So we walked out the door of our hotel and unfortunately it was raining like crazy and we don't actually travel with umbrellas. So we walked out the front door, it was raining, cats and dogs, so to speak. Uh, so we rushed undercover and we uh, had a nice uh, uh, meal together waiting for the raid to stop. Armored tank. 
And while we were in this restaurant, all of a sudden we uh, we saw this armored tank go past the window. And me and my wife, we're oblivious. We're focused on a little uh, one, uh, Renzo. And then all of a sudden, Rihanna, daughter, is like, Daddy, is that a tank? And then uh, we both looked. And then all of a sudden, everyone in the restaurant, they rushed uh, to see what was happening. And uh, it was basically a military parade. It was like the National Independence Day of uh, uh, Independence from Portuguese. Toilet. Uh, but, uh, you know, like uh, once the once – the, the the tank uh, rolled away um, you know before we decided to uh, go out and explore uh, Sao Paulo because it stopped raining uh, our son who had just been potty trained had to go pee uh, so we uh, rushed him to the toilet and uh, we still have to kind of help him out because he's still a young lad and then uh, we were able to help him out duck and then there was a rubber duck uh, right on the the bathtub in the toilet. This is so funny. I'm trying to I'm trying to be real. I'm supposed to be bizarre, but I try to be real. You're doing great. And the end scene. And so 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 that's the game. Uh, how was that, Ricky? Uh, you did a great I, job, by the way. He, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to be real or kind of like just off the top. I tried to be real, so it felt a little bit forced. If I was more creative, I'd be like, the, the tank rushed into the restaurant and we crushed half the people and we rushed the toilet and we, we covered ourselves with a duck to protect us from the tank, right? So that was like the version, the crazy version, but I kept the safe version. Yeah, either way, um, you, you did it the right way because uh, the whole point of that game, the objective of the game is to help people um, when they have something that they're expecting to happen and something, that's why it's called monkey wrench. Like, you know, a lot of times in life, things are thrown that are not what we expect. And then sometimes we have a challenge dealing with that. And, and Ricky, you did a great job just sort of like going with the flow of whether it's crazy, bizarre, or, or like, you know, whatever, you had one direction of the story and I sort of jarred, like threw you for a loop. So, so how, how was it, um, you know, playing the game? Was it challenging? Because it seemed like, like, from my perspective, you, you, like, like you were a natural. Like, it seemed like, well, yeah, that was just part of your story. You know what? I'm a professional speaker. I speak around the world, right? And uh, I don't ever use notes. I don't ever use PowerPoints. I have a lot of my knowledge in my head because I do training on social media, blogging, internet marketing, uh, being a digital nomad, etc. So uh, I need to be uh, impromptu in a sense and uh, kind of like uh, free flow. Even in my podcast, by the way, this is a full disclaimer. I never have notes. I, uh, I never have a bio. I'm imprompting my podcast, you know, full disclosure. So that's why I feel maybe I have a little bit more skill. I used to also be a Toastmaster and they have table topics, which are impromptu topics. So that's why I feel I'm more skilled at maybe doing an impromptu story and not looking like uh, I got interrupted. Yeah, and so, so for, for those watching, this is a fun game. You can get a partner and do it. And the point of that game, uh, the objective is to get you more uh, comfortable going off the flow. Like Ricky is a professional in this area. He's he's been speaking for quite some time. So yes, this game um, you know, for you watching or listening, it seems like it was like a natural for him, and it may not be as easy for you going forward. Uh, but I like to say, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you just you know, and it's a fun game. You know, it's it's low stakes. Like I said, it's low stakes, um, but you're learning. Uh, techniques that when you know pressure is on 
you'll be able to respond and uh, be so Gary I'm going to throw a curveball and we're going to switch roles uh, monkey wrench okay so yeah. you're going to be on the hot seat and I'm going to be throwing wrenches at you okay so hey, get ready to protect yourself I'm ready so the first topic is Father's Day Father's Day great all right so on the topic of Father's Day uh, my very this is going to be my second Father's Day but my first Father's Day um, I joked around with my wife way before we had kids we uh, watched The Sound of Music, and there was a puppet show in The Sound of Music. And I said, I would love to have a puppet show for my first Father's Day. Totally forgot about it. Um, but Come again? Monkey. Um, you know, but um, I wanted to, um, you know, have one. And then so my wife made a puppet show, and there was a monkey as one of the characters that she used to tell this story about how me and her got together. And it was such a touching story. Would you say? Silver. Uh, it was such a touching story that, um, you know, I, I felt like, um, you know, I was going to cry. Like I was getting very emotional. Um, and so we went on and, you know, got the next gift, which was a silver engraved plaque uh, that showed, uh, you know, that talked about like our time together. And it said Father's Day. 2017 and it was um you know pretty cool i really enjoyed having that gift and then the other thing that we did on father's day is we went to the fair uh, we have a, a state fair that's always in town around this time and crocodile. we went on come again crocodile crocodile and uh at the fair they have animals and one of the interesting animals is the world's longest crocodile uh was on display uh, this thing had to be in, like at least two tons and uh, the width of its mouth opening um, is probably like six feet. I, I bet you like a huge basketball player would be able to uh, fit inside. Um, and we saw, Come again? Doctor. Uh, we, we went inside and we saw it. Um, and the interesting thing is we ate something weird, uh, you know, the weird fair food. I, I think it was like, you know, probably the deep fried um bacon wrapped in chocolate but i wasn't feeling good and so we went um you know to the doctor that was on site um and the doctor gave me uh, some alka-seltzer alka tablets um to you know help my stomach and and i, I took that and i started feeling better uh, so we started exploring a little mother's bit more come again mother's day um and then um, I was telling my wife, I said, wow, you, you won, you, you won for, for best parent because my gift for you on mother's day is nothing compared to this. Like I just gave you a little animation of our son and you put together this whole elaborate thing and, and it's, and, and I owe you and, and I'm going to have to work hard to, to outdo you next year. Um, well done, well done, Gary. Yes. So that was the game. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. So uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I just want to I'll be honest here too. At first, I was like trying to trick you. I was like, okay, let's think of really hard words. Then Gary will get thrown off. <laughs> but then I was like, you know, let's end it off with closure, like you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day. So yeah, I, I had fun as kind of like the I don't know what you call me, the host or whatever, but yeah, uh, yeah. the the leader. 
Uh, so as a leader, I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, I thought you did a great job. You know, you tied in the story really well. I didn't feel it went too bizarre. I, I felt it was very appropriate and uh, connected, interconnected, the story. It made sense. What did you think? What did you think? It was fun. And it was one of those things, too, of, you know, Ricky, I'm like you in that when I give talks and, and presentations, stuff like that, I, you know, don't script it out. I don't do notes. Like, I really like to in like go with the flow of like the reactions that I'm getting from the audience. So that is just like par for the course. And I, I perform improv all the time and I get weird things and it's just all about like, how can you make sense of the oddities? And so, yeah, it, it was, you know, a few things I'm like, all right, how am I going to incorporate this? But this is like, it's normal. And it was fun. Like, I, I really thought you did a really like, I was like, Oh wow. He's making it really challenging. Like, all right, this is going to be awesome. I'm like, all right, alligator what like so yeah I, I thought it was an amazing time so you know like obviously these are uh, you know a great example of a type of game uh, you can play so in terms of like say uh, one of our listeners viewers they want to do something similar but they don't have a Gary sitting in their living room they don't have a Ricky um, you know hanging out in the car while they listen to this podcast so how can they uh, still do it I mean obviously find a partner but how can they come up with these games is there um, website to find all these games is their youtube channel how can they actually incorporate these kind of games into their everyday life by finding the resources to equip them yeah um so what i did is because th this is something that i was very curious about of uh, creativity uh rejuvenation things like that i scoured and curated so many different things from like hundreds of books on Amazon and um, you know videos so you can definitely go out and search those um, you know I'm pretty sure you can find like creativity games and stuff like that um, however if you want to just like breakthroughplay.com uh, sign up for my my newsletter um, if you know if you found some enjoyment in this and and i'm more than happy to um you know share some really cool games that you can use that will help you level up your life and more importantly um not sure exactly when this will be live but i'm developing a 10-day play challenge for uh, especially for entrepreneurs solopreneurs um you know digital nomads etc you know with the intent of helping you um really get you know more time back in your day and you know things of that nature um but one i'll give you one bonus game that you can do um and this is a fun game that you can do by yourself um and what the design of this game is if you need a situation when you need to have an open mind uh, whether if you're you know about to think of something new and you want to think of something that is different from what you've been normally doing or maybe you're about to have a conversation with someone and they're, they're going to say something that might be different from your perspective and you want to just be open to hearing it how it is, what you do is you set a timer for about three minutes and you you can do it in the car, you can do it walking around your space, um, you know, it doesn't matter. And then just literally look around and point and name what you see. So like I'm in uh, my office, there's a chair there, there's a wall, like up there is a light, this is a, a flat screen, this is my laptop. You do that until the timer goes off. And then after the timer is done, then you go and do it again, except this time, when you go and you point at things like you did previously, say what it's not. So I would say, you know what, that is not a dog. Um, that is not um, a firefighter. That is not uh, a bottle of milk. You know, whatever it is, you know, don't 
second guess yourself, just say whatever first thing that comes to mind. And what that does, it creates a neurological sort of opening in your mind that allows you to just be open, um, you know, to, to new ideas. So that's just a li little fun game that you can do. I like to do it like as a palate cleanser be before I go into like a new project. So yeah, there you go, there's a bonus. Cool, cool. Uh, why don't you list off, uh, you know, in closing here, list off some of your favorite games. You don't have to describe them, but maybe just for the sake of uh, people can Google them, they can yes. them. Uh, list off your top five games. Top five games. Uh, one, Droodles, D-R-O-D-L-E-S, Droodles, fun game. Um, another game. Oh, actually, uh, uh, let's do this. Let's do the game name and a two-sentence description for each one. Cool. Droodles, uh, what you do is you you will download this list of incomplete images, and then you have to write what you think that image is. Uh, so it's going to be stuff that's either zoomed in or not. It's a really fun game to get your creative juices flowing. Um, the next one is one word at a time story. Uh, that is more of a group game. Uh, you know, Ricky, uh, we did a version of that in Nicaragua, but... Yes, um, in this situation, you go around in a circle and everyone is telling a story one word at a time. And it really helps um, helps build your confidence, um, helps, um, helps you think on your feet. Really fun game. Um, the next game that I really enjoy playing um, is, um, what is that game? Um, this is a really good game in groups. This is called uh, Cow, Tiger, and alien, and this is like rock, paper, scissors, except for um, the goal is to get on the same page. So like with rock, paper, scissors is one, two, three, you throw one of those, um, you do one, two, three, and you either do an alien, a tiger, or a moo cow. And then if you match someone that you that you do it with, you give each other a high five. So that's a really fun game um, to get in the same, um, get in sync. So I did one, two, uh, three game number four is uh, Crazy Eights. Look up that game. That's a really good energizer game. It gets you to move your body, um, and um, it's a really like especially if it's like you know, middle of the day, maybe it's after lunch, and you get that like sort of slumps. I usually do Crazy Eights um, as a way to just sort of like get the energy up and and be energizing. So that's game number four, and then the last game. Um, a really fun game that you can do. So we did something that was creativity. Um, so this one, what I want to think of uh, for that one is, oh, all right, this game is all about creativity and, you know, just like harnessing uh, your creativity styles. And in order to do this, this game requires um, a few different together. And I'm trying to think of like the best way to describe it, but it's called the letter H. And what you do with this game is you, um, you're going to find many ways to create the letter H. And so it's, um, it's a really fun game. You can look that up, it's called letter H game. And if you can't find it, um, you can message me and I can give you the, um, the direction. So those are my five off the cuff games that are, are really fun and it helps build everything from creativity energy and just more resiliency now let us know how it was like to play monkey ranch and doodle
Uh, and how was it like you incorporate Gary's games? It's no point if you listen to this podcast and don't, you know, take these principles to heart and action. So let's hear, uh, you know, results. Uh, Gary, uh, you have uh, obviously a whole bunch of ways that you can support and help people from coaching to workshops to your course, uh, retreats, and more. Tell us a little bit about the different services you offer people uh, who want to work with you. Yeah. So at BreakthroughPlay.com, you can find all the different ways that we can play together. Uh, but it's everything from uh, retreats. Matter of fact, I'm um, doing a retreat in Colorado, uh, the Colorado Mountains, um, next spring. Uh, we're calling it Spring Into Happiness. It's designed on, on how to use play to, uh, to bring more joy in your life. Uh, but I do one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching. Uh, a lot of people they want to rediscover what it's like, you know, to either bring their childhood out and, and how to use, harness the power of play um, to be more effective in their life. So, um, you know, essentially I'm like your play coach, uh, but I also do a lot of speaking engagements. Um, people bring me to conferences to speak on the power of play and to do workshops. And, and uh, yeah, I do corporate events as well. Like if you have like a, a team um, and you're looking to, you know, be closer together um, or, or increase creativity, you can bring me up. Well, thank you for allowing me to play for the first time ever in the history of my podcast. You know, I'm always playing, so to speak. I'm always yes. playing, having fun, enjoying myself, uh, not taking myself too seriously. But this is like a real interactive activity type of play. So thank you, my friend. I had a lot of fun. Me as well. Thank you so much for having me, Ricky. This is uh, such an enjoyment. Yeah, it was definitely very enjoyable, and we'll have to do it again. Let's play soon. Yay. So thanks, everyone, uh, for tuning into this episode. What a fun, uh, you know, some of my podcasts, they're way too serious. I just kind of think of uh, think of my podcast. We're talking about money, e-commerce. We're talking about uh, blogging, getting sponsorships, and, uh, you know, like uh, struggles of being a digital nomad. Sometimes in the midst of a podcast, you just need a fun episodes and this is what it was all about so in closing you know uh, once again make sure you grab a copy of my father's day book uh, and uh, you know shout out to my illustrator as well uh, who did a great job with illustrations and uh, thank you to my book launch team who did a phenomenal job with helping launch the book and uh, thanks to you who listens to my podcast and youtube uh, youtube channel and we'll catch up with you guys soon happy travels and happy playing